February 26, 2024. We're in Masechet Bava Kamandaf. Yod Het Amudalf will go again to two lines from the top. If you recall, the Gemara is in the midst of a Ba'e Rava. It's a question that Rava had. Here was the question. It was, Darsa al Keli Veloshibarto, Vinit Galgela Makomacher, Vinishbar. Mahu. What's the Halachana situation? He articulated on Daf Yodzainamutbet, where an animal uh, trampled a, a keli, a utensil. It uh, takes that utensil uh, some time before it breaks. It doesn't break in the immediate trampling. It's nitgalgel. It rolls to another place and only breaks there. What's the halacha in such a situation? On the one hand, the ma'aseh, the action which caused the nezik, the damage, was immediate, was direct. It was the animal's body which caused the damage. A little bit different than sirorot, a situation where the animal kicks a pebble, which of course it doesn't damage, but the pebble damages something else. So on the one hand, we might say, if we look at the initial act, if we go based on the initial act, it's direct. You should be obligated to pay full amount. On the other hand, however, it wasn't entirely direct. The final action of Nezik, of actually being damaged, only happened down the line after it rolled. It was no longer touching the body of the animal. And therefore, if we're to go based on the final act, on the moment of it actually breaking, well, in such a situation, it would not be direct. It would be what's considered serorot, indirect, and therefore half damage a payment. What's the halakha? The Gemara was, Rava was uncertain. We've been dealing with it, and we're up to the final attempted proof here. Two lines from the top, Tashema, again, and the Gemara cites from this Beraita in order to uh, bring proof or evidence for this. Tarnigolin shayu mehatetim behevel deli. The situation is such that there's chickens which are pecking at the rope of a, uh, a pail, and uh, by so doing, they break the rope, and the pail falls, and the pail, more importantly, it appears, breaks. What's the liability? The liability, the payment is nezik shalim, a full amount. Oh, wait a second, a full amount? In the moment that the pail broke, it's similar to when the utensil rolled away. It rolled away and broke. It's not touching the body or the beak or anything of these uh, chickens. And nonetheless, you're telling me Nezek Shalim. Clearly, open and shut, I have proof that the halachai is we go batar based on Me'ikara uh, Azlina. We're going based on the initial act. Shema' Mina says the Gemara we can derive from this perhaps quite simply. Batar Me'ikara. Batar means after. Me'ikara means initially. Like Ikar Azlinan we go. Period. The Gemara has an attempted proof. Says Gemara, not so fast. We can still twist this and suggest uh, you didn't understand it properly. Tirgema, says the Gemara, it was explained that perhaps as a way of deflecting, a hevil. A hevil means al hevil, the liability of full damage. The Nezek Shalim that was mentioned in that Beraita was never referring to the pale, the Dili. The pale would be Hatsi Nezek, that's indirect perhaps, that's like Sirorot. Uh, Why do we say Nezek Shalem? On the uh, rope itself, says the Gemara Hevel Mishunehu. If you're talking about pecking at a rope, I've seen chickens, uh, chickens mind peck, but to peck to the extent that they broke a rope, uh, hard to believe. That would be what's called Mishuneh, that would be out of the norm. If it's out of the norm, for sure it's going to be Hatzinezek, it's going to be half damage, you're not going to have a full damage in such a situation. And therefore, you can't, says the Gemara, suggest that what we mentioned earlier in the Beraita or 
in the Beraita that there's a full damage because of the pecking. It's not at the uh, pail, it's rather on the rope. Can't be, says the Gemara. The rope would be considered keren at best. It's mishune, it's half damage. That's what the Gemara is up to. Pause for a second and think. A moment ago, we were okay with the pecking at the rope, and we're still, and saying that you'll be liable for full damage on the pail. But wait a second, if the pecking at the rope is abnormal, is atypical, so it might be that the pail broke, but in the scheme of things, the pecking at the rope is mishune. You shouldn't be paying nezik shalim. If I'm focused on the rope, it's, oh, that's mishune, that's strange that it's going to peck at it enough in order to break it, uh, but wait a second, so rather, what's the interpretation of the Beraita? We're talking about the pail. Uh, how'd you break the pail? How'd the chicken break it? By pecking at it. Well, that's abnormal. That's atypical. Well, that being the case, how do you in any way suggest Nezik Shalim? Do you understand? Again, the Gemara is deflecting and saying, no, it can't be referring to the rope. Pecking at the rope is abnormal. Uh, if it's abnormal, if it's atypical, well, then the pail as well. So how are you resolving Nezik Shalim? Tosafot at the top left-hand corner deals with this and suggests two answers. Well, first, let's read it. Bishlama, says Tosafot, it's understood, they're using Lashon HaGemara, i'adeli ka'e, if the damage of Nezik Shalem, this one's for you, it's Tosafot, ikale ukama, we can suggest, we can make an ukimta, behevel garua v'yashan ubalui, deorhehu lifsak behatita mu'etet shmehatitin limtsotz uh, says, the game, says Tosafot, if we were talking about the deli, the, uh, the pail which broke, I can suggest that what happened was somewhat normal. What do I mean somewhat normal? The chickens came upon a worn out, says Tosafot, thinned away uh, rope. It takes just a few pecks. It's normal for chickens to peck a few times at a rope, which is... Uh, in any situation, says Tosafot, the reason is, no, we're not up to that stage yet, right before that stage. Why would they peck at any rope? Tosafot tells us in order, in order to get some of the water. Now, since it's all uh, uh, worn out, it's an easy break, and as a result, I'll be liable for the pail. Wait a second, if you're liable for the pail and you're calling that normal damage, why wouldn't you be liable for the rope as well? The answer quite simple now. The rope was not strong. On the rope itself, which is not strong, the owner can't say to me, well, your chicken ruined my rope. Your rope was going to break anyway. The issue would be specifically that it broke it and brought forth the pail breaking. Then we would talk about Nezik Shalem or Hatsi Nezik. On the rope itself, which was already worn out, says Tosafot, the chickens would not be liable. So again, to make it clear, says Tosafot, if we were talking about the Dili, if we were talking about the pail, which the Gemara is going in that direction, it's not abnormal. It's not abnormal. Pecking at a rope to the extent that it breaks is very abnormal. We're talking about perhaps a situation where the rope is disheveled and it's weak. Oh, if that's the case, on the rope, there's no liability. If it's disheveled and weak, you can't force me to pay for it. On the pale, I'll make you pay Nezek Shalem, that's what Tosafot writes. Aval but now three lines into Tosafot that we're talking about. The rope, which the Gemara is suggesting, it has to be the perforce we're talking about where it's strong, otherwise I wouldn't be paying. Tosafot's claim is if it's weak, the rope, I as the owner, can't ask you to pay for it. 
because it's going to, it took a few small packs, it could have been, I'm suggesting, the wind. So you'll say it's the same thing on the, on the pail. But over here I'm talking about the pail which got damaged. I'm not, you're right, I dam, but I didn't damage it, so to speak. I didn't damage anything on the rope, is the suggestion of Tosafot. I t- did a few packs. Now over there, mm, uh, over there it's a derasha for death. Uh, over there it's a derasha, the ten people who are slamming, it's ishkiya ke kol nefesh, it's a specific derasha. Um, but with the bench, other people cause the initial acts of damage. Okay, all right, we need a... Right, in other words, but not really, because the rope we're going to suggest is broken, it's just hanging there. The fact that he took the final swing at it, you're not going to make him pay for an already disheveled, I mean, what was, let's, let's put it this way, let's suggest like this, the rope is worth pennies. Okay, yes, you owe me two pennies. We're not even taking that into account. We're mohail on two pennies. The fact that it took that pack, you're liable for the two pennies. But that's not our issue. The fact that the pail broke as a result of that, that's where you're going to pay full amount. Maybe that's the fish out of the Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what, that's, that's what we're debating. Yeah. But that, that's what we're debating. If you're not making him liable on the rope, that's what they're asking. So then why are you making him liable on the pail? Maybe the Peshat in Tosafot is, is, maybe the Peshat in Tosafot, again, that's the issue we're dealing with. That's, what it, that's the issue we're dealing with in the Gemara, whether we're considering it direct or not. But in the scheme of things, if you're telling me that the rope was thin and therefore I'm not liable, so the question is, if I'm not liable for the rope, either why am I not liable, or if you tell me I'm not liable, why am I liable for the pail? Or perhaps that's the answer in Tosafot. It's, uh, it's not even Shave Peruta, this rope any longer. So for the rope itself, you wouldn't be paying. The fact that you caused damage, yes, technically speaking, you'd be hayav. Maybe that's the pat peshat. Okay. The fact that the pail is liable for the pail shows that you are responsible and the the rope is inconsequential in the scope of things. I'm agreeing with you and you're speaking like Tosafot. They're asking on you. You're just repeating Tosafot. The question is, though, why is that so? Okay. Tosafot... That's right. Now on the That's right. That's the, that's the stage in the Gemara. So where we're at right now is the That's what the Gemara is suggesting. You can't bring me proof to the pail, which is my issue. It's rather we were only talking about the rope, which is direct. Mm-hmm. The question in the Gemara, based on that, is it can't be on the rope because the rope is abnormal. It's Mishune, it would be Hatzinezik. Tosafot is wondering if it's Hatzinezik because it's abnormal. So then why, were you, why are we okay with saying that you'll be paying Nezik Shalem on the pair? Mm-hmm. You understand that it's, it's several steps. Tosafot's second answer, Tosafot's second answer, iname, and it might be because they're bothered by uh, what's uh, being raised. Iname i adelikae, if we were talking about, if we are referring to uh, the pale and the Nezik Shalem being for paying for the pale, masino lefaresh tenefsa kainu shehutar hakeshe. 
שהיה בהדלי קשור בחבל. You could maybe suggest that through the pecking, they opened the knot. In other words, it's not that they broke it, and as a result, you're not paying for the, uh, for the rope. You would never be breaking the rope as a chicken, but maybe they pecked it enough that they opened up the knot. There's no damage on the hevel, but there would be damage on the deli, on the, on the uh, pail, not on the rope. Uh, either way, either one of the answers of Tosafot, the Gemara is going to fall off of this in just a moment. But again, the Gemara's suggestion, Jesse, at this point is, uh, maybe uh, we can't bring a proof from this Beraita. The Beraita seems to suggest that the chickens, which are pecking at the rope, are obligated for paying for the pail. No, 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 maybe we were talking about them paying for the rope, in which case I don't have proof for the uh, rolling uh, utensil where the damage is removed from the act of damage itself. Uh, so to said Tosafot, we asked the question, well, if that's the case, uh, ask the Gemara, but it's Mishunin. That's strange, you should only be paying half. Tosafot dealt with, uh, why would you be paying full for the pail? But the Gemara now has to answer this question, has to deal with it. Can we bring a proof? from this Beraita or not. We believe we can, says the Gemara. Is there anything in the pail? Is there also there's wine in the pail? Is that the wine? It would be no different than the pail. Same as the pail, yeah. Uh, says the Gemara, Dema'us Belisha. Uh, the answer must be the reason with regards, we're really talking about the damage which is being paid for the rope. The chickens are pecking away at the rope, but we said that's abnormal, it's Mishune, you're going to be paying half damage. No, 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 the rope is caked with dough. As a result, this is Darkan. As a result, it is normal for the chickens to be pecking at it. And the full liability that we mentioned over here has nothing to do with Rava's situation of an action removed from the dam. No, 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 we're talking about direct. Jesse, right? It's directly onto the, the, the rope. That's why you're high up. But it's strange. It's not strange. It's ma'us belisha, says the Kimara. Come on. It's all nice attempts. But what did the Beraita say? If I was telling you a story about a broken rope, I'd be have a lot of unnecessary words. As I mentioned, my English teacher would take off points for this. Why'd you tell a whole story? If the story was about a broken rope, tell me about a broken rope. Instead, the Beraita says, if they pecked at the rope and the deli, the pail broke, they pay Nezik Shalem. Those last words are clearly telling me that the Nezik Shalem, the full damage that is being paid, is for the pail. The Hanishbar deli katane, didn't the Beraita black on white say, the deli, the pale broke, Ela, rather, I have another way of deflecting this. It seemed like a good proof. I thought you got me, Rava says, so to speak, in answering my question of when some damage was caused to a utensil, but the final act of actual damage uh, takes place removed from the initial stage, um, whether you pay full or not, uh, maybe this is exactly my case. And you pecked away at the rope until the uh, pail fell. Got it. And the full liability is for the pail. Oh, you answer my question. Ela sumchusi. That must be following the opinion of sumchus. This whole question in our Gemara is only according to hachamim. After all, in the prototypical, in the best example case of sirorot, an animal kicks some pebbles. The pebbles fly and they break something. What's the halacha over there? That's serorot. According to hachamim hatzinezek, it's half damage. Our whole sugya, everything Rava is wondering, if you pay half damage for pebbles, well, what's the halacha in this situation? Is it similar to pebbles? Is it not similar to pebbles? But according to sumchus, in pebbles, you're paying full amount. So, well, of course, over here, you're paying full amount as well. You can't bring me a proof from this beraita because so I might say... 
that the, that's, it's always a way, it's always a way to say it's not a good enough proof, if I can argue. Unless the Gemara's next day is just going to say, really? You think it's Sumchus? What about this? So, says the Gemara, if that's, and you deflected it, no proof. It's, it, it would be, a, it, it's possible that this, I can argue one of two ways. I don't know how to go. Either it's a proof that according to Hachamim, you pay Nezek Shalem on this funny case of Serorot, on a more direct case of Serorot, or it's just following Sumchus. The point is I don't have solid 100% proof from here. Says the Gemara, no, 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 you do have 100% proof. Because is Sumchus, if this would accord with the opinion of Sumchus, listen to the final words of the Beraita. Final words of the Beraita say, if the chicken pecked at the, at, the, at the rope enough. The pail falls, but the pail doesn't just break. Uh, springs off, sprouts off of this pail, which broke uh, some shards, and they break something else. My goodness, we are so far removed in such a situation. One more time. Not only did I not damage the pail directly, directly, uh, but the chicken did it to the rope. The pail fell, Sumchus is going to tell me full amount. The pail then knocks out another one, that's to what we call koach koho. It's a double effect of the energy. In other words, initial energy was it pecked at the, at the, at the rope, it didn't directly cause the damage. Sumchus would tell me that's like serorot, it's called koho, it's my energy that caused it, but not my hands, not my beak, okay. But over here I'm double removed. What's the halakha where it's double removed, where the pail broke, the shard from the pail broke another one. What's the halakha? Al-harishon meshalem nezek shalem. Al-haharon meshalem hatsi nezek. On the initial stage, of course, we're saying it's sumchus. You're paying full amount for the pecking at the rope, the breaking of the pail. The second one is half damage. All right, I can understand that. Even sumchus, even the rabbi who says uh, indirect damage, you're paying full amount? Okay, to a certain extent. This, if you recall, was Nathan's question in our Mishnah when we had a similar situation. But regardless, According to Sumchus, do you ever hear of such a thing of Hatzinezik? Do you ever hear that indirect, because of energy, causes half amount? So we never heard of such a thing. Maybe you'll say, yeah, he does. Maybe. Maybe even Sumchus, the rabbi who says indirect damage is damage to the extent that you're paying full amount. Of course, Chachamim agree, but they say it's only half damage. If it's indirect, indirect, it caused it to break and then caused another one to break. Maybe over there it's Hatzinezik. No, we're not sure about that. Uh, but wait a second, we had Ravashe Batrae, last generation of Emoraim. He was uncertain. He didn't know. According to Sumchus, do we distinguish between indirect on indirect energy as a product of energy, double removed or not? Why didn't Rav Asher answer it from this case? If we're suggesting this Beraita is indeed Sumchus, if we're able to deflect and say it's Nezik Shalem because it's Sumchus, and then he should have known. Elalav Rabbananhi. Rather, it must be that this Beraita is according with the opinion of Hachamim. 
We answered the question of Rava then. What's the halacha? If an animal tramples on the utensil, the utensil doesn't break in its spot, it, it rolls along and breaks over there. Do we go batan mi'ikara based on the initial? Or the answer, shmamina batan mi'ikara azlinan. Clearly, if the halacha is nezik shalim, we solved it. Finally, at long last, we solved the mystery. What's the halakha of a situation similar to serorot? It's not that I kicked or my animal kicked the pebbles and damaged. The item itself was kicked and then got damaged a little bit removed. Halakha is full damage, says the Gemara. Not so fast. Final words. Amar bebai bar de'ka'azil mine mine, period. Ka'azil, azil means to go. Mine mine Rashi the ka'azil deli the pail itself is going mine mine means from it mine mine means from it from it de tarnegol says Rashi velonish bar al yede gilgul makom aher elahu dohafo kol sha'a ubishat shevira name it goes as follows we're dealing with supercharged. Uh, given a lot of steroids, tanegolet, uh, uh, or a lot of them going in full force, they're angry at this pail, so they pecked away at the uh, at, at the rope, and so much so it fell down, but it didn't break. We didn't have these details, and then the chickens go, and they're pushing it as it's going, pushing, 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 until they kick it and. Break it on there, Kehu. If that's the case, the suggestion over here is that's a straight up case of regil. It's going to be a nezik shalim. It's going to be an entire payment. And for that reason, and specifically for that reason, there's nezik shalim. In other words, the deflection of Rav Bebai Bar Abaye is we were never talking about it. It looked like we were talking about it broke the rope and then the pail fell and broke. We had a proof. That wasn't the case. It broke the rope, the pail fell, and then the chickens went wild at it, and they broke it directly, not indirectly. It means that our sugya ends like that. We have no maskana. Everything's fair. Mishune? What are you talking about? Regal is not mishune. Regal is very normal. Oh, you're saying because I said that they were charged with steroids? They're not charged with steroids. They're normal chickens. Chickens break pails. It didn't break from the rope. It broke from the chickens. The whole story changed. There's, what do you mean? So they broke it and then it fell off. Okay, I can be arguing then it's somewhat removed. That's, that's easy. That's a, well, that being the case, that being the case, and half of the other thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that how, how are we going to get jammed up in the sefa now? Sefa. Sefa looks for the third Kelly. He tells me, men, shevet, and afar, a Kelly ahead, and Yeah. So, in such a situation, it broke it directly. Uh, then I have a piece of it break off, and. In turn, break another one. No, but now it's, is that exactly our case? Is it the same case? Oh, no, it's not. No, no, one more time. They caused mine, mine directly a damage. Then it was nitaz mimenu from their damage. And it breaks another one. Right, exactly. That's going to be a, sirorot, a, a typical example. In other words, at this point, it's the, the ma'aseh nezek, the damage action, 
on the item, they broke the item directly. The fact that the shard went off from that is now serorot. No, it's not sumchus. It's hachamim. It's hachamim. Sumchus hatzinezim. What's that? This is not serorot. It's regel. It's regel. Straight up regel. That's the way we deflected everything. All right, so the question is, when all the dust saddles over here, well, what's the halakhal ma'aseh on this sugya? So sometimes you turn to Rif. Rif, of course, is, a, is a, a late 11th century, early 12th century rabbi who lived probably close to a place called Fez. Uh, it's a debatable, but that's why we call him Bitzhak Al-Fasi of Fez, but it's a debate whether he actually lived there and whether that was why he was named that. In the back of the Gemara, you have what's called the Piskeh Halakha of Rif. And on this sugya, there's a famous, what uh, seems like a stira contradiction in Rif. Again, Rif in the back of a standard Gemara, it looks like when you turn to the back of the Gemara, it looks like you found another Gemara. It's not another Gemara. It's Rif in the middle of the page, and then commentaries surrounding Rif. And uh, once upon a time in certain uh, Middle Eastern countries, unfortunately, instead of studying Gemara, they just studied Rif. It was more direct. It brings you through a little bit of the sugya. What's that? No, no, no. no. Wait, you're a Berachot guy. It's only in Berachot you have Rabbein Yonah. Usually you have Ran in, 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 uh, in Bava Kamayav Nimukei Yosef. Okay, so if you'll take a look at the pages that I uh, uh, gave you there. Uh, so the, the first one will be over here. The first one will be on Zayin Amud Aleph Betapeh Bottom, bottom lines. Two lines from the bottom. It says, And anything he's writing, he's telling you is the halakha. He's not just reiterating the Gemara, he's telling you the halakha. Pause for a second. Okay, that's the halakha. We saw if they peck at the rope and they break it, they pay full amount. All right, now the punchline's going to be, well, what is it talking about? If it's talking about that it broke and it fell, oh, you gave me an answer. And it says, and the case is specifically that it was kicking it as, oh, that's a conclusion. The fact that it was kicking it means that the only reason they're paying full damage is because it was kicking it. If it wasn't kicking it, but rather it pecked and fell, what seems clear from Reef, what would you pay? Hatzinezek, he gave us our answer. You're going to go that this is considered serorot. Here's where it gets dicey. If you turn ahead in Reef to the sugya later on on Daf Kavvav, the Sugyan Daf Kafav reiterates the way this whole mess began. This whole mess began, if you recall, and uh, Alan, you liked this one. At the very beginning, Rava asked this question. And then the Gemara said, but your rabbi already answered this. Remember what the rabbi already answered? It was Rabbah. Rabbah said, if you throw a utensil out the window and someone's waiting at the bottom with the baseball bat and breaks it, what's the halakha? He's patur, the guy who breaks it. Why is he patur? You see, we go based on the initial action. The Gemara says, okay, Rava's trying to figure this out. Now, Rif cannot, based on what he just told us, cannot also write the words of Rabba, right? According to what he just told us, indirect damage, even in the case where the initial kick was uh, from me, from my animal, the fact that in the end I wasn't touching it, I'm paying only half, it means that if I throw the utensil out the window and the guy at the bottom breaks it, what's the halakha going to be? He has to pay. He should have to pay. Again, one more time. According to Hatzinezik on me, right? In other words, uh, uh, the, the sugya is very clear. We're dealing with, in our Gemara, two angles. 
the fact that an initial act was direct, but the final act was indirect, is our question. We have two statements that are relevant to us for our purposes right now. We have a statement where an item is thrown out the window and someone hits it at the bottom. Do I consider my initial throwing out the window to be full liability or not? That's question number one. Question number two is, if the chicken's pecked at the rope and it falls and breaks, what's the liability? Full liability or not? It's the exact same thing. One's talking about chickens, the other one's talking about human beings. Yes? In the chicken case, Reef told us, the only way you're going to be obligated to full, pay full amount is if they directly kick it. If they just pecked at it, you're not going to be paying full amount. Clearly, the indirect action, even though it ends up... Uh, that's uh, not full liability. He can't tell us now that if I throw the item out the window that the guy who hits it is patur. He can't say that. Why can't he say that? Because in that situation, he just told us the only way you're going to be liable is if it's full-on direct contact from the person who caused the damage. You can't tell me who threw the item out the window that I'm going to be patur, uh, that I'm going to be hayav, it needs, right, it, it, it needs to be, and in that situation, it's not. Right. What does Reef write? Right. But the chicken, it seems unconventional when the throwing is very intentional. Rabbi, the, all intentional. Forget about two people. Forget about two people. We're talking about the person who threw it out the window. Is he liable or not? Yes or no? Full amount or half amount? Shema Yisrael, I don't understand. One second, one second. You're telling me full amount. If the chicken pecks at the item, full amount or half amount? What are you talking about? It's a blatant contradiction. You can't make that argument. You're with the reef. I can't understand your argument. What's that? That's right. Half. So then if I throw it out the window and I don't... What are you talking about? Uh, oh, and throwing something out a window is direct? And when you peck it and it falls down, you don't know? So you're doing a Jeffrey d uh, distinction, which the Gemara didn't do. It's an interesting point. You're suggesting in one situation you know, other situation you don't. It sounds like you either always know or you always don't know. The Gemara never answered it the way you guys are answering it. Because in the initial stage, we said, wait a second, Rabbah said if you throw out the window, why didn't the Gemara say over there? Because you were certain as opposed to... The Gemara never gave us such a distinction. So clearly, the Gemara is accepting these are identical situations, one a human being, the other one an animal. Whatever you write in one, you have to write in the other one. And strangely, and very difficult to understand, Rif on Daf Yod in writes the following in the wide lines, five lines down, two words before the end of the line, Ve'amaraba, Zara Keli, Merosh Gago, Uba Aher Veshibero, Bemakel, Patur, Maita Amada, Amale, Manate Virataba. Rif is posek lahalacha. That, what's that? If a person throws a utensil out the window and someone's waiting at the bottom with a baseball bat, the person who hits it with the baseball bat is exempt because he turns to the guy up at the top of the roof and he says, You broke it. I just broke a broken utensil. Ooh, what are you talking about? You didn't break a broken utensil. I'm not fully liable. Don't you know the halakha with the chicken case? It's only if their feet are on it while well, break. Is my hand on it as you're breaking it? If my hand's not on it as you're breaking it, well then, I'm not fully liable. 
that's a blatant contradiction. You can't argue both of these cases that you're hayav, that you're obligated entirely when you throw it out the window, my hands are not on it in the moment where it got broken. Whereas in the situation with the chickens, well, the chicken legs need to be on it. They need to actually cause the final stage of damage. It's a blatant contradiction. These are the identical cases presented to us by the Gemara. Can you say a human being has because then we're going to exempt any damage situation with animals. No, we're responsible. Who's responsible? It's the owner. Whether he has to be responsible for certain things, go go with what is his liability to protect the animal for not letting go. But, but the so issue over here is not about intentionality. The issue over here is about how direct or indirect is it. it be. We're accepting intentionality he throughout. He knows what he's doing and intentionally taking the phone and smashing on the on the floor. So then, so, then I, so then I want to exempt my animal every time it does re again. And in this, it's called private. All right. All right. So, how do we resolve this? First and foremost, who raises the question? The question is. First raise, you'll find it on the page I gave you on the left-hand side, just to teach you how to use the page. On the left-hand side, in that narrow column, it says in the middle there, Hama'or Haggadol. You see those words? You can't see that. You didn't bring your magnifying glass. Hama'or Haggadol was written by... Yeah, yeah. All right, we didn't bring the geriatric version. Uh, to, on the left-hand side, Hama'or Haggadol, it's written by a rabbi, his name was Rabbeinu Zerachiyah Halevi. Rabbeinu Zerachiyah Halevi began his commentary when he was 19 years old. Now you have to understand, Reef was like the man. Reef was uh, like today, I don't know, Hacham Ovadia Yosef, like uh, 60 years ago, like Ben Ishchai, like, but like Shuhai. And here's a 19-year-old young man writing a commentary disagreeing with Reef or asking a lot of questions. It was seen as an audacity 50, 60 years later. Ma'or, Baal HaMa'or, Levi, he was born in uh, Girona in Spain, but he made his way to southern France, to, to Provence, to, uh, to Lunil. That's why he calls it Ma'or HaGadol and Ma'or HaKatan. Lunil has to do with the moon. Regardless, uh, in his comment, he asked the question at the end of this, if you, okay, I could just read to you at the end of his words over here, he says, the Anu Timehin, it's about six, seven lines before it ends, we are uh, we have difficulty understanding al harav al fasizal even i i take off my glasses for this mars de katav ba'u de tarnigolin shayum hatatin bahavel dili who's quoting from the reef that we had earlier, Alma clearly batar tavar mana azlinan, we go based on the final act of damage, but if he's holding like rabah with the hitting, throwing out the batar me'ikara azlinan, that we go based on the initial act of damage, Kashain or Kashian Ahadade, there's a contradiction one on the other. So that's the Ba'al Hamaur's question. He leaves it as a question, as we did until now. Uh, how do you resolve it? Everyone has a different, clever, important uh, way. Just just like all intention. Yeah, all right. You're all, it's all interesting. You're all, and when the, and when the animal does it as well. Because they'll say I'm crazy. Okay. Regardless, no, no, 
yeah, yeah, he's here, but I want him to tell me about the nature of animals. I don't want him talking about human beings. Anyway, okay, one second. Let, let me just, I, I have one minute, just go one second. So right underneath it, underneath Hamma'or Hagadol, you see it says, Milhamet Hashem or Milhamot Hashem. That's written by Ramban Nachmani, the Bi Moshe ben Nachman, who lives after, and at the, it overlaps, and after um, Ba'al Hamma'or. He uh, is the uh, guardian of the old, uh, he's the, uh, the safekeeper of the old guard. Uh, he says, you disagree with Reef, you young uh, whippersnapper, who do you think you are? I'm going to write Milhamot Hashem. I'm going to write the wars of God. I'm going to disagree with you. Now, I can't tell you, he writes this in his introduction, that I'm going to answer everything perfectly. But let me just tell you, uh, before you come along and so easily and audaciously disagree with our man Reef, let me tell you, I have plenty to say as well. Ramban Nachmani in his Milhamot, for people who love learning, that's the most difficult stuff usually. He writes, it's not always so easy to understand. You see a nice long commentary, and historically, until recently, they were tiny and hard to read and everything like that. But anyway, he gives two approaches. The first approach is the only one we're going to address today. The second one is a fascinating one, a reworking of everything. But the first one is a very technical one, and it goes like this. We have a principle. It's, it's a good principled uh, approach over here. We have a principle, generally speaking, we've mentioned it more than once in our Masechet, that What does that mean? If a person wants to take anything from another person, he needs to bring the proof. If you're holding on to money, I could say you owe me a million dollars. I until I have valid proof, I can't extract that money from you. But I say, no, but you came into my house and you took... It's in my hands right now until you bring evidence. My hand, me being what's called muhzak, it means it's mine. That's the Jewish law. Uh, so that being the case, says Ramban, says Milhamot Hashem, he says this whole issue is what's called safik. We don't know the halakha. It's a doubt. What's the halakha? When something is indirectly caused, an initial act which was direct, but a final act which was indirect, our case where it was thrown out the window, where it was kicked along, and then broke later on, that's safik. We don't know the halakha. I'm the person who got damaged. Mahlokir, it's safik and halakha. Safik and halakha, we don't know. You want to collect from me? Which means to say, you, the most you can take from me is half. Uh, what do you mean half? Well, it goes as follows. In the case where it's the chicken which pecked away at it, and you come and you say, oh, pay up, I shall pay you half. No, but maybe you owe me full. You have proof at the very least I owe you half from the sugyan. I'll pay you half damage for the pail. That's it. Uh, but what about the case where you threw the utensil out the window? I come back to a question from day one that we learned this sugya that Charlie asked. It's a, the sugya only says the following words. It says if someone throws the item out the window and someone's waiting at the bottom and he slams it, the guy at the bottom is patur. What about the guy at the top? Is he obligated to pay? We were assuming he's obligated to pay because we said manativiratavar. That's the claim the guy at the bottom has. The guy at the bottom says, no, I broke a uh, broken utensil. The guy at the top says, broken utensil? What do you mean broken utensil? It's a safik. I might not be obligated for it. Each one of them yell at each other. And in the scheme of things, how much does the guy who hazit lost the utensil get to take? Half. Nothing more and nothing less. Do you follow? Okay, so... Interesting question. I will return to this tomorrow. Amen. Amen.